Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast. I'm Tony Kerr with a special episode for you this week. Today, Tuesday the 20th of December, marks 200 days to go until the Island Games return to Guernsey for a third time. When July rolls around, four years will have passed since the athletes of the International Island Games Association last came together in Gibraltar and the local organisers here, as well as those hoping to represent Team Guernsey next year, are ramping up their efforts to be ready. To find out how both camps are preparing, I caught up with Amanda Hibbs and Emma Beardsall from the Guernsey 2023 organising team. Amanda is the communications and events manager, while Emma came on board earlier this year as deputy games director. And alongside them, the chairman of the Guernsey Island Games Association, Brian Allen. Our thanks to Upmost, sponsors of Team Guernsey, for their support of this podcast. Ahead of the Games, we'll be speaking to representatives of every sport as they announce their teams. We've already heard from archery and triathlon, and there'll be more to come soon. So make sure to hit follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode delivered straight to you. For now, though, here's that chat. Brian, Amanda, Emma, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to see you all here. Um, 200 days to go. We just passed that landmark. Um, Amanda, let me come to you first. You've been on this since the start. Since before the start, I think. I was was looking back at some old emails. I think I started in 2018 on this, which feels like (laughs) a lifetime ago now. So to get to 200 days to go, obviously, uh, you know, in a, a few days' time, we'll be ticking over to 2023, which I'm sure will be uh, quite exhilarating in some regards, maybe quite daunting in others. But to pass 200 days to go, um, uh, how does it feel? Yeah, I think it's it's um, it's one of those things that it, I, I guess because of the postponement from 2021, it does feel like it's been a quite a long drawn out process. Um, and I think when uh, when we wake up on the 1st of January and we can say it's happening this year, that's going to be when it really hits home. Uh, that is, it's all coming together. And we'll come on to um, yeah, some of the plans for uh, you know, the build-up and ahead and, and what the 200 days to go kind of means and, and what, what's going on at the moment. Um, Emma, let me just come to you next, though, and uh, just tell us about sort of your experience of the game so far, because you've come on board as Deputy Games Director. Yes, since uh, the beginning of September. Yeah, fantastic, yeah, yeah. and uh, getting involved at an exciting time. What attracted you to becoming part of the organising team? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think just the opportunity to have a new challenge, to do something for Guernsey, giving back something to the community and such a positive environment and context because if you you know everybody's going to get behind this and and enjoy it post-covid I think we all need something really positive and I think the Island Games represents that 100% and I think whether you're interested in sport or not there will be something out there which can engage you and I think when it's a home games, it's, it's happening on your doorstep. You're not going to be able to escape it. So you've got to really you know, you'd throw yourself into it, go and watch some, go and watch some of the events. Um, perhaps you'll know someone who's competing. I think it's all of, it's that side of things. So for me, it's a celebration of Guernsey. So it was, it's a privilege to be part of that. Fantastic. Yeah. And have you got a sporting pedigree yourself have you got an, an experience with the island games no about pedigree no <laughs> i definitely haven't competed in the island games i'm an i am an endurance athlete of sorts i'm a long distance runner and i love running but i'm certainly of not of this this caliber so it's taking on the, the deputy <laughs> games director role is that sort of knocks your uh, knocks your hopes of qualification on the head oh, absolutely <laughs> yes i couldn't possibly have the time to compete now yeah <laughs> and brian um as chair of 
the Guernsey Island Games Association. You're heading up Team Guernsey. It's been uh, exciting to see a few teams, a few sports naming their squads. Um, we've already had triathlon. We've had half the cycling team named archery as well a few others um for you how uh, how exciting is it to see some names starting to kind of appear on the lists well it, it's been a long time i mean when, when you think back to uh the end of gibraltar in 2019 that seems ages ago and the island games were almost a long-term aim for athletes and now here we are uh and it's about to happen and as you say teams are naming their their squads um that's fantastic and the excitement's beginning to grow with all the athletes uh the standards are very high um and they're really going forward and going for it and as you say it's been a few years since the last games uh, were able to be held if you, uh, you know do you get any sense that that the kind of that feeling of what the island games means to local athletes has been sort of dulled in that time or is, is it now you know now that it's on the horizon that, that it's kind of being it, rekindled yeah I, I don't think it's been dulled at all I, I i think we've got some of the senior ones that may well have retired by now who've carried on um a lot of the youngsters are aiming for those slots so we've we've got this this fight between the the more mature uh, athlete and, and the up-and-coming <laughs> athlete going on and that's really good to see and I, I i think the history of the games is there the legacy from the games is there and uh, everybody is so excited about it being a home games yeah, and you mentioned that kind of uh, you know, battle between young and old, if you like. You've obviously got um, a strong association with swimming locally. Yep. You know, seeing someone like Tom Hollingsworth fly back from the other side of the world um, to try and get some qualifying times um, for the Games a couple of weekends ago at the Island Championships. What, what does that say about uh, that, how that strong means, the desire is? That's everything. I mean, Ross Yates is another one in there who's come back. I mean, he's way in his 30s, you know, uh, young children and everything in there. There he is. He's 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 there trying for these slots against these 13, 14 year olds. Um, and it's tough and it's exciting and it's lovely to see. Is that going to make it difficult for teams to select based on, you know, you, you want to give new athletes the go and a, and a chance to have that amazing experience. But equally, you've got these these old timers, if you like, who uh, I think who that's, be the, that's the exciting thing about sport is that the best one is going to be selected. That's it. There will be some very disappointed people um, just because these people are trying it. I mean, they're not guaranteed a place. The best person will get in and, that, and that's what makes sport what it is. Yeah, that's where it's got to be, isn't it? Um, Amanda, let me come back to you. 200 days to go. What is the kind of top of the agenda at the moment for you guys as an organising team? And, and I suppose for islands around the world as they kind of get ready to come to the Games? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I We've been very lucky that the organising committee have been working so hard behind the scenes no, for, for months and months and months now. Yeah. Um, and our volunteers uh, are just fantastic. I mean, we're still at the uh, the stage that we're allocating some roles, but some people have been in place now volunteer-wise for a while. We've only got two full-time members of staff and one part-time member of staff. And apart from that, everything is being run by the volunteers. 
Um, and it's it's just phenomenal, the amount of work that's gone on behind the scenes already. Um, we've still got an awful lot to do. I'm not denying yeah. that. But you can see that some things are now starting to come together. The, the initial plans are in place. Um, the islands are all engaged. We've been working very, very closely with them on their requirements for travel and accommodation. So that's all getting sorted mm, now. Great. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's everybody's just pulling together. Yeah, and that, that travel and transport thing, I'm, I'm sure, has been a kind of key consideration kind of from the start. And it hasn't got any easier. Fairly recently, we, we came up and saw the, um, the, the sort of tented village concept that had been put out to islanders. Uh, it didn't seem to, to land that well in the sense that, by the sounds of it, islands wanted to be in hotels and kind of, yeah. if you were, quote unquote, kind of traditional accommodation of, you know, despite not having that option now, are you you going to be able to house everyone? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and what, what the, um, the history behind that was because we knew right from the beginning that Guernsey was going to be in expensive games because of the travel, because of the accommodation. Um, this isn't just an issue for Guernsey. This no. is an issue for, for other host islands. It's been an issue in the past for the island games. It will continue to be an issue for future games as well. So we looked at every single option that we could. We looked at the glamping site as a, a cost-effective um, alternative. We looked at cruise boats. We looked at um, containers. For, for I mean, we, we honestly explored every single thing that we could. Um, and the islands opted for hotels and self-catering accommodation that's what we've been able to put together for them yeah i suppose it's good just to be able to offer that option you know yes, whether yeah, or not they take it up yeah, in the end yeah. that's what it was about it was about having all the options available um and let's say that it's, it's it's been a long hard piece of work which julia our games director and one of our other volunteers michelle have worked really really hard on it and we're very grateful that they've been able to do that for us yeah, brilliant. And and for you, Emma, um, obviously a lot of work's gone in, you know, in the, the years before you came on Abs- board. Absolutely. Um, what, what's your focus now as we get towards um, the games? Well, my focus has been essentially ensuring that a lot of the um, paperwork and a lot of the infrastructure is in place for the sports and to make sure they're fully organised. Um, but I think at the moment, I'm trying to really push forward the youth engagement programme as well. So we've already visited several schools. Um, we've we've been into a couple of lessons and, and spoken to them about things like the use of social media as part of the, the campaign. Um, we've what's, What was really wonderful last week, actually, is we had a group of uh, six formers who were put, are putting together um, a package of resources for the primary students, and they went up to at Martin's school and Amanda and I were lucky enough to attend as well and they were there with their with their teacher and basically they introduced these materials to primary school students for a range of um, ages and as a pilot just to see how they went down and it was great to see so many of these kids really engaged looking at different flags of the island sort of um, deciphering anagrams of the names of the islands doing some maths working out how many medals potentially an island could be winning at the end of the games and it was there they were really enjoying it, yeah, weren't it they? Yeah. So we're, we're then we're going in um, to the Sixth Form Centre next week and they're going to present us with these finalised uh, resources. And the idea is then we can share those with our local primary schools, but also with the member islands as well um, next year, which I'm, I'm really looking forward to. So that's been a, a big piece of work. Um, and then in addition to that, we're obviously trying to look at getting some students involved whether it's volunteering, um, whether it's maybe even a little bit of work work shadowing potentially, um, hopefully coming down to watch some of the some of the the sports, some of the competitions as well, um, and also even things like potentially building podia for 
for medals, things like that. So we've got lots of lots of opportunities. Lots, yeah, <laughs> lots of lots of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's such a nice thing. When you think of this, going to be a you know, team Guernsey will be a big team. Mm. Obviously, with lots of friends and family, hopefully cheering them on. The volunteer effort is huge. Mm-hmm. You've got the kids mm. involved. I mean, there's there's probably not many people in the island the games won't have touched by the time the uh, the week finishes, is there? Yeah, yeah, it's about the wider community as well. I, I think that's one of the most exciting things about home games is the way the whole island has to get involved. And I have to say, we have visited some island games in the past where it hasn't happened, where the island hasn't got involved, and, and you feel that, whereas we know islands like Guernsey, they really get on board, and that's going to be really exciting for the whole of Guernsey. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, you know, from a team Guernsey perspective as well, um, you know, mentioned the fact that some of the some of the sports have, have named their selections or at least getting there. And you know, someone like Sam Colwell's on the list for cycling, who's obviously a, a professional. And, and uh, yeah, if you've been lucky enough to see him in action before, you know, very exciting athlete. And you know, f- for you guys, sort of selling the games to the local population, how exciting to have you know someone like that wanting to be involved. Absolutely, and I mean, it's the, the all of the competitors have got the second stage that's going to happen very soon because first of all they've got to try to get selected once they're selected they then have to think about their actual performance on the day and they've got to look at the competition they've got to actually come up with a good plan to be successful in the games yeah what's your advice to them now brian coming sort of going into christmas they're up for it i mean the, the island does bat against it, its size doesn't it all the time on it on its on where it gets to and what it achieves and you've only got to look at our sports people in various sports and uh they're they're they're, they're up there with with the top people so uh yeah we're looking forward to it and uh they've, they've got to work hard to get there we were talking about it before the fact it's been four years or it will have been four years since since the last games obviously the ambition of every home team is to top the medals table at the end of the week I mean we're, yeah we're a way out still aren't we six months and a bit uh, away but um do you get a sense that you know that might be a possibility for us I, th- I think that will be tough with the competition going obviously Guernsey have really looked forward to this but all the other islands have they've missed competition they've been waiting for this years after year after year with the delays and so on so there are a lot of islands out there that have got this as the biggest main aim of their islands so watch out some of these islands they're going to be coming and they're going to be good and they'll be bringing people potentially that the, uh, you know, our local competitors won't have seen before. That's, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. that we, With an island games every two years, we usually know who the competitors are. We've raced against them. Along they come. They're only two years on. When you think it's been a long time since we've seen, there are going to be new people there that we have no idea what they're like. Watch this space. I know. It's going to be exciting. I mean, Amanda, it's a crunch time for those other islands as well, isn't it? Because they've got to come back by the end of the year with their final allocations. Yes. Yep. So um, the cutoff for them to get their final numbers in is the 31st of December. Um, and then that will enable us to then come up with a full programme. So we'll be launching the full programme of events um, early on in February. 
And what's the indication at the moment of, of, of how the sort of numbers are looking? Is it as strong as you would have hoped? Um, yeah, I think inevitably, because um, we're working on numbers that we had pre-COVID. So, of course, those numbers are, are bound to change. Um, and we always get, well, at, at every games, apparently you get some sort of fall off with the actual numbers when they actually have to start paying money, basically. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we, we, we expect the numbers to fluctuate a little bit and that will um, have a bearing on our final programme. Um, but it's still going to be a great game. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know how much you can say about exactly what the plans are looking like in the build-up, but there are lots of milestones that we're going to hit. There's going to be the six months to go, um, 100 days to go, all this kind of stuff. What's the sort of general overview of, of, of how things are going to build up to next July? Yeah, well, we've got um, we've got a communications plan in, in place. We're, we're now on uh, monthly meetings with all of the sports coordinators. Um, well, I say monthly, but with some of them we're talking to on almost a daily basis. Um, so a lot of the, we gave ourselves a target of having all of the um, overall plans in place by the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and so that gives us six months to really put all the polish on and put the bells and whistles on and make it a really, really special event. Um, so we've got a lot of work to do, but the, the actual the main planning bits are, are more or less established now. And as you said, I think once we've got the entries by numbers established, that's going to really start moving the process along, isn't it? Everything yeah. will start to dovetail from that point and we can start to look at the details. Yeah, you can be a bit more precise Absolutely. about how everything's yeah. going to yeah. fit together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a very busy week. Um, I'm sure a very busy time leading up to it as well. So uh, a bit more to do. I won't keep you any longer because, uh, yeah, I know you guys are very busy people. But uh, thanks for coming in and telling us about what this 200 days to go means and, and what's coming next. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be uh, speaking to you very regularly as you build up to July. <laughs> that was lovely. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers, you. Chris.